Hello and welcome to another edition of the Veteran Gamers Interview. And uh, yeah, I'd like to welcome back, and it's been probably about a year actually, but I'd like to welcome back Melissa Hutchinson, uh, who of course plays Clementine in the Walking Dead video games. Well, hello there, Stuart, and in fact, and everyone else out there. And in fact, it has been a year. It has been gonna, a year. I'm just and I clarify that right now. <laughs> yeah, and you made me feel a bit bad because you said, and I haven't spoken to you in over a year. I know. Well, yeah, I, I think it was around this time that we did the last interview. But um, yes, because as I was telling you earlier, I know it's been a year because after we did our interview, me and Dave Fenoy, Dave Fenoy and myself, uh, flew to London for the BAFTAs. And then I had my experience with the Hobnob Biscuits. There you go. You see, I told you <laughs> hobnobs are the best biscuits. They are so, very good. So tell me, how did it compare to a cookie? Well, it's, I don't know. There's a little bit of a difference. They're not as sweet, I guess. Is that what I'm looking for? Yeah. But I didn't try the yeah, chocolate-covered it... ones, just the plain ones. Yeah, the kind of oaty, you know, kind of oaty. Right. But, but could you imagine putting gravy on them? Because that's what you put on biscuits in America, isn't it, really? Yeah. You know, it depends on maybe what drug I was on and influenced by. I could maybe put gravy on them. Uh, but taking it straight, probably not. And I'm just kidding, kids. Don't do drugs. Stay in school. The biscuits here are are definitely not what we call our, yeah, we call them cookies. We call cookies cookies. Biscuits are what you would possibly put gravy on or butter or all of the above. Have you have you ever had a Yorkshire pudding? You know what a Yorkshire pudding is? Oh, no. Now you see that's good with gravy. Is it? See, that's what you need. You need a Yorkshire pudding, especially if you've got sausages in it. So it's actually you know, like... some. It's a. So it's a savory. Oh, oh yeah, it's most definitely a savory. You see, this is this is where all this America, you know, England stuff gets confusing. You see, because like, like I'm saying pudding, so you're thinking sweet, right? But it's actually savory. All right. But it. It kind of can be sweet as well because you, it's the same as a sort of a pancake batter. Okay. Um, yeah, God, this sounds familiar. I don't know. Next time I'm in England, that's that's obviously there. I have new homework. Yorkshire you do? pudding. You, yeah, <laughs> you're going to have a Yorkshire pudding. Yes. Uh, which is a sort of next county to where I live, you see. I live in Lancashire. Okay. And then Yorkshire's sort of next door, if you will. All right. Across the Pennines, which is like a... A range of hills. A range of hills, nice. Yeah, I can't say mountains because they're not really that high. Right. Yeah, I need to. I need to get out there. I need to make the trip. Because um, you do quite a lot of hiking, don't you? Is that right? I do. I do. Yeah, I hike uh, as often as I possibly can. But you know, I live out here in uh, Northern California, and there's just an abundance of all of that. And you know, weather because we have such nice weather out here. It's it's annual, all year round. Yeah, you know you don't get you don't really get snow. No, we don't get snow, but like rain. we get lots and lots of <laughs> rain. I mean, I'll be honest with you, it's been that wet here. People are sort of you know they're not having cars anymore. They're just sort of traveling by dinghy. Nice. You know to get that's true. I mean that that's not a lie. In some parts of this country recently, you know people are sort of in dinghies sort of oh, getting around man. Oh. yeah yeah well yeah i was just, hey, look at you yeah i was just actually in norway yeah i got to uh me and nikki rap who played lily on season one of the walking dead and our good friend jory who runs jory studios where we record all of the walking dead uh got right. to do a seminar at uh this uh festival called Larm which is like this huge Scandinavian music festival. And they flew us out there to do a, uh, a talk and it was awesome. And I can't explain how much I fell in love with Norway. Um, and I definitely want to go back, but it was not snowing. It was like their first winter ever where there was no snow on the ground. And it was just basically, I felt like I was in England cause it was cold and rainy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every I mean, day. There's, there's, been a, there's been a lot of sort of um, TV shows come out of Norway recently. I like uh, The Killing and, oh. and what's the other one that we've been watching? Oh, Lily Hammer. Oh. Lily Hammer's been watching recently. But check that out. There are, it always makes sort of Norway look really depressing. Yeah. 
If you just if you just like Google images of Norway, though, you'll find things that'll look way less like the Western fjords on a spring day. And then you're like, that's no way that place is depressing. So but um, the shows quite possibly might do that. Yeah, there seems seems to be a lot of serial killers in Norway, which is a bit <laughs> worrying, which is totally weird because it's probably the polar opposite of everything what Norway is, uh, you know, I don't know. The Norwegians but at least... have a way of life that seems less serial killery than <laughs> some of the other places on Earth. But at least there's no zombies there. Maybe that's a, a plus point. Yes, not not yet. Zombies have not made it to Norway. So, I mean, you've you've obviously said it's been a year since we've spoken, and you know, I'm guessing a lot's happened in a year since we last spoke. Yeah. So, but what's the craziest thing that has happened? Uh, two years since since we last spoke, then, would you say? Well, gosh, I mean, seriously, probably being nominated for a BAFTA. That was huge. That was insane. Like, that's an extremely high award, you know, on the spectrum of awards. And uh, that was a really cool experience. Um, such an honor. So that was that was a lot of fun. Um so who did did you meet anyone famous there, or or you would consider famous to you? Jonathan Ross was there, and I yeah, oh, like, he's a huge gay man. Yes, I, I mean I basically got to shake his hand. I can't really say I met him because it was just like a hi shake hand. So that was that was pretty awesome because we are familiar, at least I am familiar with Jonathan Ross as well. That's right. Yeah, um, he doesn't, doesn't pronounce his R. <laughs> no, he sure doesn't. And, uh, oh, gosh, I'm just such a jerk. I can't remember who was hosting it. He's a, a brilliant comedian. Dara O'Brien. Yes, yes, that's right, Dara. Yeah, so, I don't know. I was, uh, seeing that I couldn't remember his name, which is horrible, but at the moment, I was very starstruck. But it was cool. It was just, you know, a lot of people in the industry, so not uh, just meeting people, the people behind so many uh, games that you... Because I'm guessing Naughty Dog were there because obviously all the last of us well stuff. you know that was last of us wasn't quite they were oh god no it wasn't yeah, was it? that was this year they were making it we actually met them at the spike tv vgas they attended that but no this is their their year they're they're all over the place right now so i don't believe that they were there unless they were there for another reason no you're right i was just thinking i'm thinking it is over a year, isn't it? Yeah. So that the last was was this year, not last year. Yeah, but they are for sure there, probably as we speak. I think the Baptists are tomorrow. So, good luck to them and everyone out there involved. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, just sort of talking, just going, you know, to the the, the first season of The Walking Dead. Um, I saw you do the uh, the playthrough. So you actually did a full playthrough of the game, didn't you, with uh, Dave Fennoy and Gavin Hammond? Is that right? Yeah, we did. Oh, you mean um, on Twitch? That's right. Yeah. You did the Twitch playthrough, didn't you? I How did. was that for you? Um, so Dave and I played the last episode, of course, fittingly. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was, re it was, well, it was a lot of fun, and it was really cool being in the studio with uh, him and Laura and. Uh, and it was kind of surprising because I mean, I've played it before. You know, I've actually seen the ending a couple times around. Um, but I got, you know, I got teary-eyed. It totally made me sad, and I cried. It's just strange because it was just—it's just—it's such a finale. It's like, and then from that, and at that point, you know, we already knew that I was going to be doing. Uh, Clementine was going to be the playable character. So it was just interesting being there with Dave and, you know, I don't know. It's definite closure, <laughs> a closure no, no. moment. Have you become more of a gamer or are you still sort of not really no. into playing games? I wish I could tell you that. I, I mean, I could lie. I could lie out through my teeth right now. But no, I, I definitely have not improved in that aspect in, in any way, unless you consider Candy Crush on the airplane. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me ask you another question. Have you played Flappy Bird? No, I haven't. Uh, no, I've only gotten sucked into Candy Crush, and that's just because I got an iPad and I take it with me flying, and I just it's just a time waster, literally. But I have played through the first episodes of the new season of The Walking Dead. I'm at wow. least keeping current I'm... with that. 
That's and what about the Wolf Among Us? I it's that? horrible. I have not. Like I, I haven't yeah. physically played it, but I, I watched the playthroughs on YouTube. So I've seen it. <laughs> now that that's nearly as good. Yeah, it's nearly as that's good. That's nearly as good. So I mean you talked a little bit just now about finding out that you were in season two of The Walking Dead. Yes. And so when did you actually find that out? And that obviously Clem would be the main character. Gosh, it's all it all seems so long ago now. Uh it was a few months before we went into the studio. I'm trying to trying to remember recall the exact time and place, but um it was definitely a few months before we started recording. And I can't even remember when we start what month is it? What day is it? Where am I? <laughs> um I uh I was told that she would be the playable character. And I mean, I kind of had a feeling, you know, I knew she would be involved because obviously she's still alive. Um, but I wasn't sure if maybe they would have, you know, I don't know, Krista or, you know, somebody else, uh, a new character, somebody else to take care of Clementine, kind of follow in the Lee tradition. So when they told me that indeed it was going to be her, um, you know, it was a mixed emotion of like, you know, like, hell yes. And oh my God, I'm so excited. And then there was also a little bit of sheer panic because <laughs> it's such a a big step you know I, I i initially wasn't i didn't have any doubt in clementine or the character or the writing at all of how it was going to go down but you know I, I knew that the fans of the game had become really close with her and were enjoying protecting her via a protector as opposed to having to slog through the world as clementine okay. So can I ask you, I mean, how did you find out? Was it a sort of a phone call or was it called into the office and go, oh, by the way, uh, you, we, we'd like you to play Clem in the second season? How do you, how do you feel I mean, about you that? This, I mean, you would think this would be like the biggest aha moment of my life. And I'm like, oh, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. <laughs> was I in the studio? You know what? I think I was actually in the studio and I think I was maybe re recording uh, for Fables, The Wolf Among Us at that point. And I okay. think that... Either I went into Telltale Games, I, I know I was talking directly with the people from Telltale. It wasn't like my agent called me and was like, hey, guess what, you know, you're going to... Uh, I was either at Telltale or I was in the studio with the people from Telltale when they told me. And, uh, and you know, and from that moment, it was like kind of hit the ground running. It, it all started happening pretty fast. So, so they've been harboring it for a while from me. They're process and writing all of these episodes and and the seasons is just down to a science so they waited till the appropriate moment to let me know have you prepared any differently for season two then yeah i uh she's about oh i don't know about a year and a half older year year and something older so obviously you know she spent another year and a half in a getting hardened in a zombie apocalypse life so she's a little bit older. Her voice uh, is not so much the, I'm Clementine, it's not up here anymore. It's like her voice is more down here. So it's a little, she's more mature. She doesn't have that, I don't know, an essence of the little kid. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously that for me, you know, playing through the first episode, unfortunately I haven't played the second one yet because uh, I'm playing it on the PS3 in the, oh. in the UK for whatever reason. It's, yeah. I don't know whether it's out now, but it wasn't. It's, I so. think it's coming out, if I remember knowing this correctly, I think it's coming out, I was about to say September, whatever this month is on the 14th. Yeah, it's been delayed for whatever reason. It's out in America and it's out on the 360 and PC. Oh, uh, but for whatever reason, it's still not out. Well, then this, no I, I promise I won't give you any spoiler alerts. Or... No, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Spoil. I won't give you um, any spoilers, rather. So, whilst you whilst you've been recording, have you have you found yourself slipping into old Clementine at all? Occasionally, it's, uh, in the first episode, um, we definitely had to. Uh, you know, occasionally they, I would just start to slowly start creeping up in my voice. You know, and then we'd kind of have to take it down. But at this point, it's pretty comfortable. It was an interesting transition because we had to actually basically refine her voice. And the folks at Telltale really needed to make it clear that she's, even though she's like only 11 years old, she's basically like a smart, tough 16-year-old. 
but at the same time, obviously, she if she sounded, I basically, what I sound like right now, I basically sounded like when I was 16 years old. So that would just be way too drastic of a, a vocal change. So we had to, I recorded about seven or eight different tones of Clementine and sent them there the, the, over to Telltale and we all agreed on where she's at now. I mean, it's basically the same voice. It's just a, a little bit lower and maybe a little less innocent. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense. Well, I'm, I mean, it's interesting because, you know, we've got, what, what is it, about a year and a half after the, fir- the end of the first game? Something like that? Where its yeah. setting is? Yes. Yeah. It's... So you kind of think, you know, you, you know, we don't really know, I guess, what's happened to her in that year and a half running up to this, do we, really? Not really, no. I mean, obviously, I guess this is a spoiler if you haven't played uh, yeah, the I first mean, episode. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I th- yeah, I think you're sort of kind of fine with that. Yeah, I mean, she's she's been hanging out with Krista and Omid. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I guess I won't say any more than that. Yeah, that's not that's too spoilery, all I can to be say. Fair. No. Yeah, that's not too Well, that was, spoilery. like, the big question, like, you know, yeah. on everybody's mind was, like, who are the two people on the hill? You know, so there you go. Boom. I just answered it for you. <laughs> so is the recording process any different at all to the to the first time around? Has it improved for you or has it changed or is it just exactly as it's it's always been? Um, it's, uh, pretty similar. Uh, the only thing that's changed is, um, they do a lot of, uh, playback, like, of the other actors. Um, a lot of the other actors record before me for, you know, different reasons. Um, but I actually get to, they have it set up on, that they can play back the other actor's line. So I'm kind of acting with that person, um, which in season one, we didn't have a lot of that, you know, um, the director, Julian Kwasnowski, the, the voiceover director, he's, I mean, he's brilliant. So even if I don't have the feeder lines from the other actors, he's, you know, he always line reads with us and he's, he's actually a really good actor. So it, it works out, but, um, it's been cool to hear, uh, all the other people because it it's easier to set the tone so i think that's the the biggest change other than that it's pretty much status quo so what's i mean what's a typical day for you then when you are recording how do you sort of get organized to uh go and do what you need to do (laughs) um well i wake up Maybe have a. Are you are you an early riser no. or are you sort of no, sleeping? No, I'm not. I'm a voiceover actress. We're <laughs> we're spoiled completely rotten. So like, if I have like a 9 a.m. recording session, I'm like, oh my god, what's wrong with are these people? Are you like people? a like a grumpy teenager? Yes, basically. Well, it's tricky because in the morning, uh, my voice, you know, it it's like a couple octaves lower than than what it is like once I've warmed up throughout the day. Um, but we actually usually record, uh, we have been recording, my sessions are like from 10 a.m. to 2, which is, it's fine, it's fantastic. Um, I, You know, it's kind of weird, because I know that there are other actors out there who have a process, and they go through the warm-ups, and they, you know, I know, do certain stretches, whatever, like have to visualize, and um, I don't really do that, because I'm kind of a slacker, and I've just gotten by <laughs> that way. <laughs> whatever it's been working for me for years so um but i do have to like sing or talk or do something to kind of warm up my voice and with clementine the character is so honed in that you know i can switch from being myself to clementine like no problem it's she's just really easy to get into so i mean just moving on from from obviously uh, the walking dead were you, were you aware of the Fable series before you were offered to do that as well for the Wolf Among Us? Um, I I was aware of it. I knew that it existed, but I had never read uh, the comics um, at all. So it was all a pretty new experience for me. So did I mean? Did you go straight into the into the the Wolf Among Us from The Walking Dead? Was that prior to season two? I'm guessing. Yes, we had been recording. Uh, yeah, for quite a while, actually, we'd been 
or at least a few, a good few months before we started recording for season two, we had recorded episode one of, or maybe even episode one was released of The Wolf Among Us, or maybe we were just recording it. It all gets, I'm like so involved, thankfully and gratefully involved in this web of Telltale games that it kind of gets blurry every once in a while. Um, but yeah, that was before season two, and and that was really, I was just so, I was super psyched to, to get cast on that game, um, because, you know, again, it was another uh, auditioning process that kind of, you'd get the character description, read for it, and then all of a sudden you'd be getting that character again, they wanted a different way, and you're like, oh man, I hope. So, I mean, how many parts did you audition for for The Wolf Among Us? And was it just Beauty and, and Toad Jr., or did you did you audition for other stuff? Um, actually, it's funny. I never really auditioned for Toad Jr. Uh, they kind of had me in the studio at one point. Uh, it was a little bit of a recast, um, and they had a kid doing the voice originally, a very talented kid. Um, but I think they were trying to go with, oh, Toad, he's just his story. Um, a little bit more of a, a British accent, which right. which on the first one I did, and it's funny though because if you play the next episode, you'll notice that all of a sudden that accent is um gone. <laughs> I shouldn't even point well, that guess, out. <laughs> I mean, I guess to a certain extent because Toads are Cockney, right? You know, a bit of a Cockney gangster oh, type. Yeah, I yeah. guess it, it would follow that he, he had a British kid, really. Right, <laughs> right, right. Well, he no longer does. Um, no. <laughs> so they had me in the studio, and they just kind of had me like, hey, do you mind reading uh, some lines for this Toad Jr. kid uh, kid character? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then it just ended up in the game. I was like, oh, well, I guess I booked it. So um, <laughs> that's a that's a fun character, especially in the second episode, his whole swimming at night and the lady in the head and whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I auditioned, I'm pretty sure I auditioned for several characters, all of them really. Um, I usually do, but, uh, I got beauty, which has been fun. You did. I like her. I like her character a lot. So is it, is it interesting for you to play like an adult character? Again, <laughs> yeah, I know, right. Um, I mean, and to be fair, a very adult game as well. Yes, it definitely is. Uh, I mean, she's working in a, a brothel, basically, um, as her side job. So that's a little adult. Um, I think that there's something that's kind of more, a little more relaxing sometimes about getting to play an adult. Um, because I am theoretically an adult at times. I forget that. <laughs> um so it's not as much, uh, gosh, it's hard to say. I, I can't say that it's like easier acting cause it's still, uh, it's still a fun acting job, but I don't know. There's, there's definitely, I can maybe relate to the lines or her character a little more. Um, sometimes when you're doing a kid, you obviously, you have to really kind of bend your mind to get into the, to the frame of mind of a child. Yeah, I can see where you come from, but I suppose with Clementine's character, because she's had to grow up fast in a zombie apocalypse world, that's probably not as difficult, is it? No, it's not. And and it's kind of weird because I actually, I think that Clementine is basically a reflection of what I think I was like when I was a kid or how I would be in her situation when I was a kid. I don't know. I just, I relate to Clementine a lot because she's not like kind of a goofy kid like duck was or even toad jr he's very sweet but he's a little more of like a kind of a kid kid Clementine. yeah like a proper kid right <laughs> right right so whereas like clementine's like shooting guns and stuff and stabbing stuff with knives yes and making really like way smarter decisions than half of the adults she's hanging around with so yeah she's she's got her shit together basically Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can I ask you, how's it, how's it been sort of doing two sort of big games side by side then? It's amazing. I, I, it's, it's interesting because I have so many interviews that are more based on The Walking Dead. And then I, but then they, they bring up The Wolf Among Us and are, are you know, ask me, well, what other projects are you working on? And I'm like, you know, I, I am like basically surrounded 
by two of the most awesome games out right now. And it's, again, I just am so grateful uh, to be on both of these projects. It's been very, it's been very, very cool. And I hope that, you know, The Wolf Among Us is doing great. They're both doing great. There's no doubts in my mind that both of these games are just going to really make a mark this year. So it's very exciting. I mean, I mean, obviously, let me ask you, I mean, because obviously you've got a name, quite a big name now, I guess, following The Walking Dead in the voice acting industry. Right. So what's the, <laughs> what's the weirdest job offer you've had since, since then? And what's the coolest job offer? Oh, my gosh. Weirdest, huh? You know, I, I'm trying to think. I haven't, like, necessarily booked anything directly from, like, oh, my God, that's Clementine. You know what I mean? Let's right. get her on this. She has to be on this game. Honestly, it, it hasn't really – I've still had to, like, go through all the auditioning processes that, you know, that it's pretty much normal day-to-day, everyday voiceover life for me. Um, I've had people recognize me or people that have even booked me on jobs, and then I come in, and, and they don't even – they haven't realized – and then I guess maybe they look me up before I come in. They're like, oh, my God, we didn't even realize that you're you're Clementine. You're the voice of Clementine. And this is, like, not even necessarily video game jobs. It's like I did some commercial work, and they were, like, awestruck. And I was just like, oh, wow. So that, that aspect is – it's kind of – it's funny just because I'm so used to kind of being in the – the background <laughs> so 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 does that surprise you when that happens then not really i mean considering how many people have played this game and how hugely popular it is i'm sometimes more shocked that you know sometimes i'll wear my little clementine hat out in public and i'm more shocked like how come more people aren't like approaching me <laughs> asking where'd you get your hat because <laughs> yeah. i thought everybody in the world played this game but no it's it's really cool i i definitely love talking to people about it and because it's been such a great experience for me so so do you do you get any sort of crazy fan mail off the off the sort of gamers then yeah yeah i do (laughs) and it sucks and i apologize to anybody out there listening sometimes i've just been so busy that i'm really slow responding sometimes to people i try my best on my on my facebook uh my voiceover facebook page but um yeah i've definitely had you know people wanting me to send like videos of myself talking or I think there was a request and bless their hearts I'm sorry I never got back to you but someone was like having relationship worries and their girlfriend was like really a huge fan of the game and he wanted me to send like this personal message and I mean there's sort of kind of lines that you kind of have to I mean, beyond just being busy, sometimes it's you don't know what you're getting into. So wow, <laughs> Clementine the agony aunt. I know exactly. So I kind of like have to, but yeah, it's been really cool. I'm I'm just, I mean, my it's overwhelming the amount of uh, people that I have sending me messages and just saying how much this character has changed their whole view on life, or you know, just like really big stuff. So. It's uh, it's really cool. Do you do you ever get sent anything strange? No, not really. Um, I've had people make their own like Clementine hats and send me those to sign. Right. Um, I think a couple of times they've en- ended up on eBay. <laughs> Which I'm sure they have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's just funny because there's always a story behind it. Like, oh, I'm just like, just don't even give me the story. Just send me the hat, whatever. Just things to sign, basically. Nothing too strange, though. Nothing creepy. Thank God. Yeah, I know. I, I you know, you have to, yeah. Like I said, there's a, a line that has to be drawn somewhere. But, you know, with this character, most of her fan base is pretty decent folks yeah i was gonna say normal i don't know whether that's quite because you never quite know right 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 at this point i've got i've got some listener questions for you do you want to go through those sure so so talking about sort of weird messages the the first one is off uh, william wagner and he says not a question uh, but let her know i'm mad in love with her oh yay Uh, and not nearly as fat as my pictures would indicate now i'm hoping he means (laughs) You as a person are not Clementine, because that would just be very weird. <laughs> that would be very awesome. weird. 
but he has got a question. He says, after talking all day for work, uh, do you just want no one to speak to you in your downtime? Well, William, first of all, thank you. I love you too, and so does Clem. And I guess I'm just going to have to go look at your pictures because I, I don't know what you're talking about. I definitely have certain jobs. Not Clementine so much. That one is not so straining. But I definitely have uh, gigs where at, at the end of the gig, especially like doing like little boy voices for a really long, like over three hours or something like that. And if it's a learning toy and you're like, five, six, seven, you know, for like four hours straight. I I just want to do nothing but like stare at a blank wall and drink. <laughs> drink. Fair enough. And what and what's your what's your sort of tipple of choice? Uh red wine. Although when I okay, when I go out I, I like I like to drink beer. And when I was in Norway I drank a lot of really expensive beer. But um and I'm just kidding. I don't come home at one in the afternoon and start drinking. It's never that bad. I love my You're job. You're not even up by them. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, He's still in bed asleep. Right? I'm like, why is the world awake? What's wrong with these people? Yeah. Um, in the bend of the night before. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> gosh. To be, to be in my early 20s again. No, I, but I definitely have. And it's funny, though, because I always say that. I'll, I'll like, get out of a job and I'll be like, oh, my God, I just don't even want to talk. I just, and then I just can't stop talking because I basically can't shut up. Do you get grumpy? Because you don't, I mean, you don't come across to me as a grumpy kind of person. <laughs> I, yeah, I can get grumpy. It's it's interesting because of my line of work. It's hard to, like, complain. And there are not a lot of complaints to be had. But, you know, as a voice actor, sometimes we have a certain director or the, the producers are, you know, hard to work with. Or the, the script itself is just maybe something that's you're not that into. And, and you know, you do have jobs where you come out and you're like oh god but the only people i can really complain to that about are my fellow voiceover actors because most people are like you worked three hours and got paid like this much you need to shut your face and i'm like you're right yeah so at, when i hang out with my fellow voiceover people that's when we like <laughs> and they can relate can't they right 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 and i suppose as well if you if you work on similar games you you know who you're talking about as well who are the you know, directors or producers who give you a hard time or whatever. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but I don't know. I'm definitely not. I, I wouldn't say I'm a grumpy person. I'm I'm pretty happy-go-lucky for the most part. So next one's from Andrew Gould, and he says, just say hello, and I'm enjoying The Wolf Among Us. Oh, yay. Thanks, Andrew. Me too. I'm enjoying it as well. I get to go into the studio tomorrow, as as a matter of fact. And record uh, some more of that. So, so how many how many days a week do you work then in general? Um, oh. Well, uh, it depends. Like uh, this week was a slow week for me, and I'm working tomorrow. I'm doing Walking Dead and Fables, uh, so it's a good long day. It'll be an all day uh, thing. But generally, I would say like a good week, a good solid week of voiceover is booking at least three jobs a week. And that could be anywhere from like three hours a week <laughs> to, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, we don't really, you know, the amount of hours we work is very um, small, but when I'm doing Clementine, those are usually four hour, four to five hour sessions. And right. tomorrow beauty's four hours. So. So, I mean, coming on to that, um, Colin Smith says, has the season finished recording? Uh, and I think he's referring to The Walking Dead. Uh, are you coming back for season three or season two of The Wolf Among Us? Which I'm guessing you wouldn't, even if you knew the answer, wouldn't be able to. Yes, unfortunately. Wait, can you read the question one more time? So he says, has this season finished recording? So I, I assume he's referring to The Walking uh, Dead. Yeah. <laughs> I would have guessed that would be a no from what you've said. Do you, I'm assuming you don't record necessarily in chronological order, do you? Is it a bit like sort of filmmaking? Well, actually, we do. We, we record episode to episode. Um, right. So, and it's interesting because at the beginning of recording episode one for The Walking Dead, I was given a basic synopsis 
all the way through. Like, here's how we think it's going to go play oh, out. Oh, gosh, so you, you kind of know what's going to happen, do you? Well, you know what's funny is as the first episode releases and they see how people react to certain characters that maybe they thought people would love, but all of a sudden people are like, I hate that guy. You know, they, they tweak it, they rewrite it. They So honestly, and it's funny because I was talking to uh, the person who's working, the writer who's working on the finale uh, of this season, and he doesn't even <laughs> he doesn't even really know what's going to happen. Um, not totally sure yet, is he not? Exactly. I I think that it's that's I mean God talk about pressure. Um, that's Nick Nick Brecken by the way who's writing that. Right. Um, but um, I really don't know how it's going to play out. So even if I did know the answer, I still don't know the answer. If that makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, I mean, his next question, I'm guessing you wouldn't know the answer to, which he said, are you coming back for season three mm. of The Walking Dead? Is this Colin we're talking to? Uh, it is indeed, Colin. yeah. Well, Colin. Um, now, I mean, that would be a major spot, even if you did know. You know, even so, I just did an interview with uh, Greg Miller, who does the uh, Greg Miller here at IGN in San Francisco. And he's taken over uh, the web segment. Uh, show playing dead and so we've started doing these segments with him i swear this has a point and we just did an interview the other day which will be airing soon and i feel like after the interview i was basically like i think i just spent like the last 12 minutes convincing the writers of telltale not to kill clementine <laughs> yeah um I don't think they will. I, I I joke with them all the time. I go and I'm like, so not gonna kill Clementine, are you? I think that there would be not like today. not today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like the Dread Pirate Roberts. Roberts. Um, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. Personally, I would be shocked if if she got killed. I don't think that's going to happen. That's just my personal preference. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with season three. Um, I hope she is involved in some way, shape, or form, or at least still alive. But I don't well, know. Let's hope so. Yes. Uh, and then he said all season two of The Wolf Among Us. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. You know, that's funny. I actually really, truly don't know the synopsis of what they're playing out with The Wolf Among Us. So, I mean, I would have said beauty's fair game, considering what's happened so far. Uh, yeah, I would say so as well. But that would be pretty horrible. And then poor Beast. Yeah. He'd be super bummed mm -hmm. out. Next one's from Pete uh, Landimore, and he says, How awesome do your family and friends find your choice of career? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Um, hi, Pete. Um, I, they... Uh, yeah, they. I, awesome is basically the the best word to describe it. They are all. Gosh, how do I put it? It's not like a. It's not an envious type of thing. I, I get this a lot from friends and family. They're just like super excited for me that that I've fallen into this path and um, that I'm working doing something that. I truly love because, you know, obviously in our modern day society, that's sometimes hard to achieve. Um, but I believe everybody can achieve it. I do. I do. But, um, yeah, they're all really happy for me. And it's kind of funny, too, because someone was asking me, like, oh, if you weren't doing voiceover, what would you be doing? And I was like, my mind literally just was like blank, like little Tweety birds flying around. Like, I have no I have no idea, so I'm very grateful that uh, that it worked out for me because otherwise I'd maybe, I don't know, be living in a cardboard box. I don't know. I have no idea what I'd be doing. Um, so my friend, my uh, family and friends are, are really psyched, and they talk about it. They'll bring it up to people like, oh, well, my, my daughter's a voiceover actress, and most people are kind of like, what? What's that? But... um. Have you not heard of The Walking Dead? What's the matter yeah, with you? No, right? God, people. It's it's great. I have such an awesome network of support from all of my loved ones, and they all actually play a really big part in getting me to where, where I am. So it's well, what did he Did he phone you in the morning to make sure you're out of bed? 
Make sure you set your alarm the night before. I know, right? No, I think most of the people in my life are just very aware of like, just basically don't try like having a conversation with me for the first hour that I'm awake because I might <laughs> throw knives at you with my eyes. It's not that, but I've been waking up on average at like 8.30. Come on. That's... that's <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Conway, he says, does it feel different voicing Clem in season two since Lee is no longer there to protect her? Um, yes, Brandon, it sure does. But at the same time, he sent her off with such, uh, you know, he really set her up to, to be this independent character and to take care of herself. He, he really put her on the path of knowing what she needed to know to survive. It is obviously strange and sad not having him there, but at the same time, because of how well that first season was written and how like like their relationship moved forward and and he like again he set her up so well that it actually feels really right uh voicing the current clementine it feels where it's supposed to be so it's not too strange mark singh says did you have any input in the script especially of season two of the walking dead so do you, do you get to sort of ad lib any lines or do you get to sort of make suggestions for the script um well mark no not really just read the lines yeah basically <laughs> it's it's one of the most games most projects i work on in general they they usually have like a you know, you'll do a set of lines and then they'll be like, all right, on this next set, you know, feel free to, I don't know, throw something in, improvise, do whatever. Um, but the script is is nailed down pretty tight. Um, I mean, and, and not in like some like stodgy way. It's just uh, they it are so precise at the flow of the dialogue that there's really no need for improv um, or adding any of my input, <laughs> Lord knows, I, I don't know. I'm going to muck up the game if I start putting my input in there. Um, so, no, not really. It's, it's pretty, we stay, uh, stay to the script. There's definitely outtakes that hopefully one day, maybe when it's all done and over, someone will release some um, pretty fun flub, flubbed up lines. But, uh, yeah, we, we stay to the script. Uh, and he also asked, he said, obviously, you play a boy in The Wolf Among Us. Uh, do you feel comfortable playing a male character? Yeah. Um, I used to... It's interesting because most of the characters, as far as kids go, um, majority of, of what I voiced were boy characters. Clementine is one of the first, like, real girl. I mean, you, there's the squeaky cartoony girls. I've done a few of those. But um, so... Actually, I'm quite comfortable. I'm quite comfortable being a boy. It's uh, and it's it's not difficult for me at all. Um, if anything, like I had some insecurities about pulling off the the voice of Clementine and having it sound very realistic. You know, to the point where people were coming up to me, going, "Oh my God, I thought you were a kid. That's crazy." Well, I, I mean, I must admit, when I first played the, the first season of The Walking Dead, I thought it was a kid playing a kid. Nice. You know, but, but a very good kid actor. Well, thank you. I, that's, yeah, that's like uh, a very high compliment for me because, you know, that was, I think, what made it work um, was the real, how realistic her character is. So, um, but yeah, no, the boy characters... Uh, for some strange reason, yeah, it's just, it's actually not difficult for me to be a little boy. Uh, final two, this for you now, uh, from Jason Golliher. And he said, are you providing your voice for the Game of Thrones game? Uh, or even the Borderlands game, I guess, because there's, there's two more coming up, isn't there? There are. Um, so, Jason, I... Thus far, am not on Borderlands. I'm trying. Lord knows, I'm trying. But <laughs> yeah, you're getting on those auditions yet. for that one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hopefully, I will. Um, Game of Thrones. God, I really, really, really want on that project. Uh, we haven't seen any auditions. Um, I don't know how they're going to cast it. I have a feeling because it's obviously a huge, you know, uh, thing at this point. Big franchise. 
do you do you watch the Game of Thrones? I do. I've I'm I do. I love it. I'm full on addict. Um, although I haven't, I'm I was trying to read the books, so I'm behind. I haven't seen season three yet, and I know that some horrible stuff happens. So well, don't say anything. Um, yeah, I don't watch it. To be honest, it's one one of the things I've not watched. Oh, you're not into it. Okay, cool. Well, then no, don't. I've never I've never got around to watching it, but I feel like I should have done. It's it's really good. The books the books are great. The show is great. Um, I would love to be on it. I have a feeling that uh, because of the location, that they might actually try doing some casting out of England. I I wouldn't blame them, obviously, because you know, uh, we're not we're not the real deal. Um, so, but I think that we'll also see some auditions for it as well. I hope. I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll even try to get the characters from the show to, to be on it. I, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to write it. I don't know what the character situation is going to be. But I feel very strongly <laughs> about wanting to be in that game. So hopefully, fingers crossed, it'll work out for me. I'll make it in there somehow. Even if I'm like a, a peasant that gets like stabbed in the head or something in the background just screaming. That'd probably be good enough. So that'll be a bit, bit like your very first part where you, with with a falling, screaming woman. Was yes, that right? yes, that's right. Full circle, <laughs> full circle, Stuart. <laughs> Hopefully, that won't be my last role, though. God, I was doing so good in voiceover, and then all of a sudden, my last gig was a screaming woman, and now I'm just done. Um, and then he, he did have a second question. He said, "Still not bitten uh, is your catchphrase." That's right. And he said he kind of alludes to his prediction for season two, but let's hope not, I guess. So he, did, he then went on, will you continue to build your resume and try and get into Pixar movies? Um, or, or are you going to continue your telltale success? I, you know what? I, every day of my life, I wake up and I try to like kind of meditate and, and manifest and, and do all these creative visualizations. And Pixar is is has been there will be there and continue to be there forever um it's it's tricky um but i i that is my goal my goal i would love to be in anything pixar again screaming peasant in the background probably not stabbed in the head due to the you know yeah pixar (laughs) yeah don't tend to have much stabbing in the head going on um and um, Clementine still not bitten. Yes, I. I don't think they're gonna. Again, this is me. This is you know off the record. No one, no one's telling me to say this, or it means nothing basically. But I don't think they're gonna kill her. I don't think she's gonna get bitten. Not yet. Not now. I, I think she's gonna stay the course. I kind of hope so, but then Telltale don't seem to be a sort of sort of game makers that are, are sort of not removed from doing something very shocking so right one well, is the walking dead i mean it's just in that in that world no. it's just you know you fall in love with a character and see you later adios so, oh they're dead <laughs> yeah exactly and then you're like no and then you're like oh well it's the walking dead um but i don't think it's her time i just don't you know and then i mean come on i mean we lost lee it would almost be like not cliche, but it would almost be too much if if the main characters you love, you know, just die in each season. So I, that's what I'm banking on. Yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see how it all pans <laughs> yeah, out. At exactly. The end. We can. I'll come back on on uh, after the last episode is released. We should probably just do another interview, and then we can actually talk about it. Yeah, we could do like a kind of spoiler show. Come right, exactly. Uh, that would be very cool. I mean, because we did we did a, a sort of a big spoiler show for the first season of The Walking Dead, right? Um, where we sort of talked about everything that had happened and and sort of what we thought about everything, because uh, we kind of like doing those and and you know try and give as many insights as what we think may or may not have gone on, and and, and we did sort of predictions as well, and right, you know, things of that nature. So yeah, that would be really cool if you know we did a spoiler show and you could come on that with with us, and we would do it as a as a proper show, you know, with the other two guys on Duke and Chinny. Oh, nice. Yeah, I haven't met Duke yeah. and Chinny. Yeah. No, no, I haven't met you yet. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that's that's probably a good thing if I'm being honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah, that's why I don't bring them along. To be fair, no, that's <laughs> all right. It, it, it takes good. a lot. I mean, a lot to offend me. So <laughs> I'm sure I'll be no, able I mean, to join right in. I mean, Chini swears a lot. That that he, he he comes from Wolverhampton, right? And he just can't help himself. Oh well, that's okay. I'm actually keeping myself. Believe it or not, I I I'm trying to keep keep myself from every other word being a cuss word because that's I kind of yeah. I'm weird and gross like that so yeah that doesn't kind of matter. i mean we <laughs> we we have swearing in our show so it doesn't matter if you if you did slip the occasional swear word out without realizing that's fine right uh and juki just plays loads of sound bites that's his thing nice oh yeah awesome yeah I, i'm i definitely would love to do that yeah be crazy honored. Stuff from the simpsons and all sorts of crazy cool. stuff he plays yeah some people love it some people are like what the hell is this you know <laughs> yeah. i, I I often think when they listen to our show the first time, they wonder what the hell is going on. Well, it's kind of harkening back to, like, the radio days, you know what I mean? When DJs actually existed and, you know, had their morning shows and all those fun sounds and, you know, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a bit crazy sometimes. Yeah. Um, well, that's about it, I guess. That's all the questions from the listeners, and, and I think... Uh, you're probably all questioned out, to be honest. I could I could answer questions for 10 more hours. Are you kidding? Wow. <laughs> that would be a long interview. Yeah. But no, thank you to, <laughs> to everyone out there who, for the questions. And, you know, I, I, I really enjoy uh, talking with people about, you know, all my work, but, you know, specifically these games that I'm working on. So uh, thank you to all of you out there for your support in this because you're all awesome and I love you. And also, you know, you can say it was better than IGN if you'd like to. You know, that, <laughs> that's also absolutely fine with me. The interview? Absolutely, oh, yeah, of course. For sure. Greg Miller's going to see that and I'll <laughs> never be back on his show again. Yeah, what does he know? <laughs> Those days are over. I know, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so I guess, anyway, a massive thank you to you. Uh, for for coming on and and sort of you know on our our tiny little show. I mean, we do have quite a few listeners, but you know we we are a tiny little show, I guess. And it, it's very cool of you to to come on and and sort of do the interview with us. Uh, and and I guess like you said, thank you to to all the people who've sent in questions, and and thank you to everybody who listens to the show every week. I yes. guess. So. Yes, yes, yes. It's an honor to be here, Stuart. I'm happy to be talking with you again. Well, thank you very much for that. That's uh, very cool. Thank you. Yay.